beyond infinity. So, John, this is exciting because I know that it's a device that you've been following. Uh, it's it's a phone called the Oppo Find X2 Pro, and you're going to tell me more about it. You did a review a, a few months ago on the program before we went into lockdown where you focused in on this particular device, and now you've actually acquired one. So you've gone from being a person who was interested in sniffing around to an owner. So tell us about it. It's a 5G, yeah. a 5G phone, I believe, John. It's Yeah, look, this is packed you know, with great hardware. We did cover this on the previous episode, so I do recommend listeners go back, but it is a powerhouse. And to me, it is the sort of the best phone on the market at this stage. That's one of the main reasons that I chose it. And the reason I was looking was because my old Pixel 2, the battery was starting to die. And I did find that the NFC capability, sort of the tap and go type system that, I, that I've got my, you know, the payment methods, yep. it was not working all the time. It was getting a bit frustrating. And I have to, you know, turn the phone off, turn the phone on. So it, it was failing and I needed to buy a phone. And that was that was when I had set out looking for a new one, and this Oppo phone basically just stood out uh, to me. It's got um, it's an octa-core 64-bit with a you know 2.84 gigahertz uh, CPU. It's the Snapdragon 865. The Snapdragon 865, it's sort of at the moment is like the the best one. It's got this supercharged thing, which I just wanted to give you my initial impressions on this phone. And this Super super VOOC charge, it's called Super VOOC or Super VOOC 2.0 flash charge. It is incredible. It's a 65-watt charging you know, device, yeah. uh, brick. Yeah. And I plug it in, and you're just watching the, uh, the, the percent just go shoot right up. Like, this thing charges so quickly. Uh, that I could be almost, you know, I could be down to 1%. I can put it on charge, walk away, you know, go into the kitchen for 20 minutes. And it's like, I think that it's more than 50% full, might even be 60% full. Like it doesn't take long at all to just fill right Full charge in under an hour, something like that. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, yeah. That is fantastic. And John, can you use that adapter in your car, for example? It's one of the bricks, so it's the power brick that you plug into the wall. If you just plug the the regular power from the car into the phone, it will just charge at normal speed. Okay. So it's not it doesn't give you the supercharge. Okay. Like you can you can charge it off other power points or you know yeah. other charges. Yeah, yeah. It just won't have that supercharge ability. Okay. So it's now, got a, so it's got a USB to um, whatever the is it a, is it a USB C that that it's got. On it that? is USB C uh, in the bottom. There's the only port is the USB C. There's no headphone jack. That we, we don't see those anymore on the the flagship devices anymore. Anyway. Yeah. And right now, I'm speaking to you on the phone with the headset that came free with the, the phone plugged in with, with a hardwired USB-C connection. So yeah, That's good, isn't with- it? This is something that Apple has been accused. Well, they've said they're not. Uh, the rumor is they're not going to do it because they're, they're, they don't have a phone jack. They haven't had one for a while. They have provided a, a free set of plugged in earphones. But they're saying that going forward, they're, they're not going to do that. So their next generation of 5G phones won't have that. So it's good to hear that not only is your phone coming with it, but the headset that you're using, does it plug in or is it wireless? This plugs in. So with my old phone, I with the Pixel, I got a, a little adapter. So it was a USB-C to the headphone yep. jack adapter, yep. a yep. little this short cable. Yep. And that I, I almost lost it a few times, you know, when traveling. But this one here is is the USB with the cabled 
headphones uh, with a USB-C end. And the, the quality is actually really good on these headphones. I mean, that's not what this podcast was about, the headphones, but just, just these headphones themselves. Mm. When I was listening to some uh, music via Spotify, I was streaming with the highest quality I could and just the audio quality was amazing through these headphones. So yeah, right. I've got to say, like, it's, they're, they're really good. Yep. Now, I will say this phone is massive. It is huge. So if I um, I look at a iPhone 11 Pro Max as an example, mm. it's not as wide as that, as the, the Max, but it is taller than the Max. And okay. so this it's a big step up from what I was. And I will say it is a is a little bit difficult just to control at the moment. That's probably because of what I've been used to with a smaller device. I think you went from a smaller iPhone to a large iPhone some some time ago. Mm. And it's just, and you probably, you know, you would have experienced this as well. It's just that, you know, the thumb trouble getting it from, say, you know, the bottom left of the display up up to the top right of the display, you know, it's a stretch of the hand. Um, and, And I'm probably having, I'm actually, I'm tending to use my other hand to then control the top of the display as well so used to that mate it is a big display and if there's a downside to this phone it would be that there's so much travel there between trying to operate it they're not they're Uh, not really one one one-handed devices in the way that that earlier phones were it's interesting how a trend just gets smaller and smaller and smaller and thinner and thinner and easily fit in your pocket easily used with a thumb one-handed and now we've come out the other side and we're and we're trending up towards bigger and bigger it's sort of to do with really that you the utility that the phone offers you know and the fact that it it can replace your your laptop to some extent or it replaces your tablet or it makes it less imperative or useful to have a tablet because device these things are essentially a tablet yeah that's right right. or or, or having something that sort of fits in between uh your your laptop and your phone well the phone has kind of taken that middle ground anyway and that was why I ended up toward the bigger phone as well was I wanted to have a larger display because I've been doing a bit more reading with the Kindle app, so Amazon Kindle. Mm. Um, I'm you know downloading books, and I was finding that it was a bit smaller on the old you know my Pixel phone, mm. and having this you know it's it's a full screen display with the waterfall type edges right. with the hole punch camera in the top left of the display. Yeah. And so so I've got a full screen reading when I want. I've got when I'm watching a YouTube video for example, it is that was another reason why I wanted because I wanted to see the the bigger size video. Uh, and so I must say I talked about it as being a negative, but that's more about the you know the handhold usage. But in terms of the display in the what you can see with whether it be a Netflix video or a YouTube video or reading, uh, it is incredible. I've got to say it's one of those things you have to actually be looking at the screen. You can't look at it through a monitor or pictures of the screen. You have to actually look at it with your eyes and see it to appreciate how good the resolution is, how good the video display is, how good um, the the brightness of the screen is as well i've got to say this is definitely the best phone uh, that we've had but i also expect that i mean the technology does improve and, every and year, they're not so. cheap it's a it's about uh 16 1700 bucks to to buy one of these things isn't it yeah it is uh, and the reason i just one of the reasons i decided to buy now was it had come down in price 150 dollars off the, uh, the the regular price and so i you know i had some money set aside to buy a phone anyway and i th- thought that's it i'm just going to jump on this now yeah um I'll, I'll get it it took a little while to get here we you know we've got issues here in victoria with particularly in metro melbourne with stage four lockdowns yeah. so it took about a week to get here that's fine the good thing is it comes with its own bumper protector. It's like a clear 
plastic protector that sits on the back of the phone, uh, wraps all the way uh, you know, around the edges. That's handy, so isn't that's, it? That's a, that's a bit yeah. of a first. It's pretty unusual to have a phone that comes with a, a protective cover of any description. Yeah. Yeah, and look, it, the, the very front display does have a thin kind of plastic uh, screen protector, very thin. Uh, it's not going to protect if there's a deep gouge on that. Mm. But for the time being, it's, you know, definitely, you know, if I'm uh, if, it, if it goes upside down on a, on a desk and hits some gravel or, or dust or whatever, it's not going to put any scratches at all into the display. I'm, you know, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's the, um, it's yeah. an OLED display, is it, John? Yeah, an OLED display on here. And so it gets really bright it goes up to 120 hertz mm. uh, and so you can record in 4k and you can play back in well i think the resolution it's 3k uh, quad hd plus with a you know there's a 93.1 percent screen ratio it's 6.7 inches diagonal with a 120 hertz ultra vision screen yeah, it's, it's a good screen it's a big phone too 6.7 inches diameter that's huge yeah oh, i picked up my other my old phone just yesterday afternoon and it was just like oh this fits really well in the hand <laughs> but then i put the screen on side by side and my old phone just looks dull and boring and flat in comparison i mean this this phone this oppo find x2 pro it just jumps vivid colors just straight up so i've i've been spending a lot of time playing with it i i normally use an a launcher so I, I don't think you can do this with an iphone but because of android having so many different versions and varieties you can apply a launcher which means that rather than the standard android launcher you can essentially overlay a new one and operate it in a known way and, and previously i have used a nova prime as as, a, as an alternate launcher but this time i've actually been using the one that's come direct from oppo which they sort of load onto the phone it's called color os just to sort of get an idea about what features that that offers and to see if it's something that i'll continue to use so far i think it's it's pretty good there's a few different and new features that i didn't have necessarily with the nova launcher mm. um uh, I may still change just because of what I've been used to for the last, I think, four or five years. But for the time being, it's got some, you know, pretty decent features, like a sort of a, a, a slide in from the side to reveal like a little quick menu, which I can, you know, jump into my calendar or, or maps or whatever I like. Uh, it's got a sort of a smart assistant page, which has all the summary information. I think iPhone has something similar, which, you know, weather and, and events, mm. uh, uh, then it's then it's got all your standard sort of stuff uh, where you can you know have folders and apps like you would you know normal in any Android device. Yeah. Uh, but I've also say the the camera is pretty pretty amazing. Um, I don't know if it hits the quality of some of the latest Pixel devices like the Pixel three and three A and four A like they the Pixel phones do it very well. But the quality on on this is you know almost maybe on par um it's just maybe not there at, at the moment is it, but is it, it also it's a two camera array i'm just trying to see is it two or three it's got cameras? Th it's got three cameras mm. one is like an ultra wide camera yep. so uh you can get you know that the, the ultra wide i think it's also a bit of a macro lens as well i haven't got to that far yet um but it's also then got like a, up to i think it's a let me just check it out a 60 times zoom so this, I'm, you know, I'm looking outside at the moment and I'm zooming to, you know, across the back fence. Uh, I can pick up the heads of nails in the fence off this camera. That's amazing. But is that a digital zoom, John, or is that an optical zoom 60 times? It must be digital. 
Yeah, there's, it's, I think it's a mix. Like there's some kind of um, uh, optical zoom because the camera is using some kind of sideways periscope system, That's I think right. it is. Yes, I think I remember you talking about that when we first first mentioned this a few months ago on the show, yeah. And it elongates the mirrors, and there's obviously some you know, digital zoom part of that as well. But apart from being a, a large phone, it's a bit heavier than a, what I'm used to. Yeah. It, it is packed full of features, and I definitely recommend this phone. Anyone that – look, not, it's, it's more in a um, – a, sort of a high-end spec tech phone. If, if you're just looking to make a few calls and um, maybe check your emails, probably not. But if you're into gaming, uh, if you want that high refresh rate, if you want an amazing screen for you know watching videos, whether it be YouTube or Google Play Movies or Netflix, whatever it is, um, this is a powerhouse and one that you would do no wrong uh, in getting yourself. Yeah, look, I, I'm uh, I'm actually pretty envious of this. Just uh, and the dimensions, I'm really quite amazed at because I've got a measuring tape in front of me. Because you, we were just talking about the, the actual dimensions, and I'm looking at it. It's 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 165.2 millimeters tall, if you like, by 74.4 mil wide, uh, and a depth. So the thickness of the phone um, is about 8.8 mil, and weighs in at about 217 grams. And just to look at what 16.5 centimeters looks like on a on a ruler in front of me i mean it really is it's a long tall phone and then just to have that, that beautiful oled screen which uh you know the top of the line iphones have which you know probably cost an extra in australian currency probably add an extra thousand dollars to uh to what yeah. you've paid for this uh and then you 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 know that's probably an entry-level storage you have to pay more to to get the higher storage one thing I was going to ask you is, do you have external, can you put an SD card or a, a micro SD card into this device? No, I can't. So this is just, um, the only thing that you plug in is your SIM card, yep. um, but the storage itself is 500 gigabytes. Yep. And so 12, 12 gigabytes of RAM yep. and then 500 gigabytes of storage. Well, 12 gig, so, gig of RAM is, is heaps. I mean, that's more than, oh, yeah. more than a lot of laptops have. Yeah, yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it is high spec, amazing phone. You know, provided this can you know last the test of time. Mm. You know, I'm expecting to get about three years out of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was expecting that with my previous Pixel phone, and I was about two and a half years. And if I really wanted to push it, I could have gone to at least three years. But with this device, I I have no doubt. Just the the way that it's built. Uh, it is incredible. As I said, big phone, but I think that's more about me getting used to it. The camera bump on the back, it does come out from the phone as well. But if you look at any of the big flagship devices as well, it's quite a thick um, you know, bump that a lot of these cameras have. Yeah. The iPhones, the Samsungs, they all have that kind of bump. Yeah. And once you start getting to these kind of cameras, you can't get away from that, that bump either. So look, really, really happy with it. If I was going to give it a rating, I'd probably be sitting the 9 out of 10. I, I couldn't give it a 10 out of 10. I'm sitting on that, that 9, 9.5 maybe. Um, but I'm you know very happy with it. And I, I will do probably a, a more detailed uh, review in future, yep. maybe after a couple of months' worth yep. of usage. Yep. Yep. Uh, because I'll let, I'll let people know if I've, I've jumped back to well, I think Well, I think that if you're wanting a high-spec camera, a high-spec phone, um, as well as a high-spec camera, um, you really would be looking at this would be the best value that's available now. Um, and, and for Android users, the, the highest spec phone that you can get at the moment, to get that size OLED screen for starters, to get a, a 48 megapixel wide angle camera on board, 
is mm-hmm. is amazing. It's got a 13 megapixel periscope telephoto telephoto camera you just mentioned before. It's also impressively got a really high res selfie camera, and let's face it, lots of people take selfies for social media and the like. 32 megapixel selfie camera on board, which has got AI beautification built into it apparently, so you can make yeah, yourself, you can make yourself look better if you want to. You can sort of Photoshop yes. automatically within the uh, the camera's operating system. And that's one of the, and some of those features, you know, I haven't used the software features, you know, just yet. So I think in a future review, if we come back to this, so if people, you know, if people are interested in, in you know, my thoughts, let us know at beyondinfinity.com.au. You know, I can come back to doing, a, you know, a bit more of a feature review on the actual software side of things mm. once I've, you know, got a handle of it. Uh, but the, the, the hardware speaks for itself. It is, you know, incredible. The, one of the reasons people, you know, have asked me, uh, you know, when I said I got this phone, they've asked me, well, why didn't you get a Samsung phone, a Samsung device? And one of the reasons here is because in Australia we don't use the Snapdragon 865 in the Samsung which to me is the better chip we're actually using an Exynos chip which is inferior and I have heard of a few people having some issues so there are features of the Samsung devices which are great but when it came down to it the Oppo just really did beat it hands down and the the chip for me was you know a major factor as well have you have you had a chance i know it's early days but if you had a chance to see what the low light shooting is is like so low light video or low light stills uh, have, I haven't yet. Uh, okay. That will definitely be one of the things I do yep. get into. So I think that that will be for a future review. Yeah, yeah. You know, some low, low, the low light photography, the fo- photography in general, the camera setup, um, the, the the software that's available on the device itself, and just the general operation. I mean, th- things like you know, uh, um, learning to use the split screen. So I can. I, I don't know if iPhone has this, but you can open an app and you can have that set into the top half of the display right. and then on the bottom half you can open up a separate app so you've got the split screen. I know other Android phones have done this before. It's not you know unique to uh, Oppo but I've never really bothered to do it with my smaller phones because there's not much real estate on the d- display itself. So with got this yeah. huge display, I can uh, do that. And it's it's helpful if I'm checking, a, 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 you know, whether it be a bank account number that might be on a text message or maybe it's a, a password that I haven't been able to, you know, copy and paste in and I'm having to, you know, retype out. You can have those things, um, you know, the, the entry part at the top and then the actual, you know, password, for example, displayed in the, the bottom section of the phone. Yeah, so, yeah, look, there's... That's very, 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 very handy and, and just the sort of thing that you can do quite well when you've got a screen as, as big as it is, over, you know, 16 and a half centimetres yeah, tall. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. John, that hole-punch forward-facing camera, that's not a, a face ID reading camera. That's just a forward-facing camera. So I presume it's finger, it's, it unlocks with fingerprint. It's both. So there is an in-display fingerprint reader, which is amazing. Right. Is that um, anywhere so under the under the screen, or where where do you have it, to touch it for that? It's yeah. It's it's where your thumb sits, um, sort of, um, you know, about two and a half, three centimeters up the, from the bottom of the display in the middle. Okay. And um, you can tap the screen, and it will actually show you know white circles. Uh, concentric circles um, in, in that area showing you where to put your thumbprint right but it also does have the face unlock capability I did set that up initially and whenever I was picking up the phone it would just it was straight away it was unlocked and I would just have to sort of flick my thumb up without having to again or use both the thumb unlock and the face unlock yeah um, so I ended up turning off the face unlock I just wasn't as comfortable with that. I mean, if for some reason somebody just turned the phone to my face and and then I was, you know, and unlocked it, 
not that I'm seeing anyone um, apart from my partner at the moment anyway during the lockdown. Yeah, but yeah. Um, at the moment, I'm just going to use the, the, the fingerprint unlock. And yeah, it's super quick, easy to use. I've registered both my thumbs on there, immediately able to open the phone, just you know, tap it on the screen once and it just straight into the phone. Gee, what, what an impressive phone. I am green with envy. Obviously, at the moment, you're not going to be able to use the 5K capability of it because we're not running well, the a 5K five, the 5 network G. yet. Sorry, the five, uh, sorry, 5G network is not... Well, the, well actually, inter- interestingly, I, um, I checked and there is, in the area that I'm in, mm. it is suggesting, because I went through Telstra, who's the provider. Mm. Um, you know, I, bought, I bought this phone outright, but I do have a SIM-only plan through Telstra. Right. And I did check, they do have 5G in the area. I'm not sure if it's 100% turned on, but it is definitely in the area. Hmm. And I actually received an email. This is completely independent of the phone, but I received an email where they've got a new offer which gives you 5G as part of a package plan if you upgrade by a certain date and they'll give you a you know credit as well because it's COVID, so it's tough. So I have taken them up on that offer. So this phone is 5G capable. I have now, I'm waiting for the confirmation of the upgrade and I'm not paying anything more than I was previously anyway. It's the same price because they've provided a credit. Right. And I get all this functionality. So I will be able to test out the 5G in my area and just see how well it does go. So and I'm what looking sort forward of, to that. I mean, as well. Because as we've, we've both noted, like depending on where you are and the amount of congestion and other people using the network, 4GX, which is the best mobile data rate that's available in Australia so far, it's pretty good. Like I can regularly get... Uh, up to a, you know close to a hundred bits uh, megabits per second down, uh, which is which is fast. Uh, it's a lot faster than the NBN, for example, which is your normal broadband Wi-Fi home Wi-Fi network. But mm-hmm. but I'm just wondering what would you expect? Have have you had any information from Telstra in those emails specifying what sort of bump in performance and download speeds you would get with 5G once you use that side of the phone? No, it hasn't. Look, it hasn't gotten that far in determining what that will be. I did, out of interest, a test with the uh, you know just speed test app mm. on my device mm. uh, inside my house uh, with data for four G X because it was coming up. It was just showing that it is four G X, and it was during the middle of the day, and the results weren't that great. So it was twelve down and three point four two up, right. and that was the four G X. I think if I went outside, it would be um, you know super quick. But my because my I don't need to worry about the LTE or the 4GX inside because my Wi-Fi, uh, which we've covered in, we did the podcast on the the Google Nest um, Wi-Fi, but I'm getting 47 down and 16 up. So I'm very happy with the internal Wi-Fi speeds, but when I'm out and about, I'm expecting that, yeah, the 4GX uh, downloads or 5G now would probably be at least around the 40 to the 50 download. And I guess it's going to come down to congestion. We found that, you know, I think it was... Uh, you know, a few years ago when we when the 4GX came down to Mornington Peninsula, I did a test when we were at this radio station and I was getting, I think, like 90 or 100 yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. And that was due to there not being any real congestion on the network. But as, you know, with anything over time, there's more devices, therefore the signal is somewhat impaired. And also it just could have been the time of day and because I was inside as well. Well, it's, the, it's, it's the, the location. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's the it's the kind of the Netflix effect almost. There's a lot of people in isolation, a lot of people, uh, anyone, you know, apart from uh, essential services, basically is is confined to their house at the moment under stage four lockdown, mm. where which we mm. are both living under. So as a result, there is you know it's bound to be more usage 
of the internet generally. Uh, the NBN is under a lot more pressure than it would normally be because of uh, a lot more people using it from home. Uh, and and similarly with uh, mobile data. So uh, that's why you see such such um, you know variations in speed. I've recorded you know a hundred plus uh, megabits down uh, using just you know 4G basically. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that just comes down to the it can vary a little bit. But I'm just curious to know, because I, th- I think one of the big selling points, and obviously you're the phone that you've got, the phone we're talking about, the Oppo Find X2 Pro, which you've just invested in, that phone is a, it has got a lot of advantages over a lot of other phones that are out in the marketplace right now anyway, regardless of whether you use 5G. But, but it mm-hmm. will be interesting to see, given it supports 5G, and 5G is being touted as this sort of latency-free service, you know, a big paradigm shift in the way that the internet will be delivered to us and the speeds that we can expect. I, w- I would be hoping for considerably better than, than the best speed we can get with 4G, you know? Yeah, I'll do, once I've got the confirmation of the upgrade, I'll definitely be getting out and doing some tests. So I might even post uh, the screenshots with the story that we put up on beyondinfinity.com.au just so people can sort of get a sense of the uh, the capabilities. I'm not sure if the 5G is sort of more line of sight 5G. It might revert back because you can't, you can't necessarily choose and say, well, I definitely want to use 5G right now. You just have to wait until you're in the right area. So if there's yeah. trees in the way or you know buildings in the way, it may revert back to 4GX or 4G. Um, but if you've got line of sight and it's in the right area, it should go to 5G. And then that's when I sh- will be testing to get to see what the speeds are there. And I'm expecting some some pretty good speeds. I don't know what that is yet, but I, I, I'm expecting to be surprised and pleased. Yeah, great. All right. Well, thank you very much to John Young for telling us all about his brand new phone. I'm uh, really intrigued to learn more and, and get that in-depth report from John after he's had a few more months to, to use it. We've been talking about the Oppo Find X2 Pro. There is already a podcast that John did because he has been investigating and, and researching this phone. He's, he's finally got hold of one. On the face of it, it, it sounds like it really is a very, very impressive phone. You know, that, that amazing screen, a, a 5 million to 1 contrast ratio for the mm. screen, that ability to turn pixels off. OLED screens um, have that advantage that you actually save batteries if you if you go into dark mode, and I'm not sure whether Android has that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm using dark yeah, mode by default I, now yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, iPhones have that, but I don't actually save power on mine because I don't. I've got just a standard LCD screen, but the OLED screens, when it's black, it's actually the pixels turned it's off. So it's a, it's, yes. a, it's a really deep black as opposed to a slightly lit black which you get mm. with a conventional screen so that and a whole lot of other specs make that phone a really interesting one so thanks john for telling us all about it you're listening to beyond infinity, beyond infinity. thanks for listening remember to visit our program website beyondinfinity.com.au where you'll find our complete back catalog of over 600 podcasts that's beyondinfinity.com.au